Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, she shouted us out. Uh, Tisha Martin Campbell is her name. She's been in uh, My Wife and Kids. She's been in. Uh, uh, she was recently in Empire with Terence Howard and Taraji B Henson. So yeah, if you're looking to kind of you know get your freak on a little bit in isolation. What showgirls, yeah, as we all are. If like you could choose right now, which uh, you know comic book character, whether DC or Marvel, whoever, who would you want to be quarantined with? You know, this guy is a complete, utter asshole. He's a sociopath. Uh, but it's a, it's, you know what? It's a really, really good film. In the whole film, there's only three people, or four people. Sorry, in the whole film, four people. How many times can you say that about a movie? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new episode of your favorite film show on the internet. Gosh, man, listen, we are doing you guys a service during COVID-19 lockdown and... Devaldo, we're here for episode number 88 and boy, have we got a lot to get through. But listen, before we do any of all that filmic stuff... Deval, how are you be, man? How's how's it in London, man? How's the second week of lockdown? Well, the end of the second week, basically. How's it all been? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been tough. I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, yeah, you know, it's just not not nice and not uh, just not easy. Just you know, when you're told you can't go out unless it's for <laughs> like food supplies, medication, or yeah. uh, exercise. So literally, I go out every other day, go for a run. And apart from that, I'm just at home, just chilling like everyone else, you know, looking out the window, sure. wishing I was out there. Yeah. But uh, this is yeah. it. This is the life now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> isn't it mad? This is crazy, isn't it? It's just like, uh, what are we supposed to like? Okay, look, I, I'll admit, I'll admit this is over here is nothing like what it is like over in, um, in London. And I'll tell you the reason why, right? This is how Australians do lockdowns and quarantine. So I was walking down the street <laughs> and there's a park near where I live. And so I was looking over and I was like, what's, what's this like shouting and screaming and like, you know, people sounds like people are having a good time. It's, pe- it's this group of like young people they had bought a hot tub into the park, connected it to one of the municipal um, um, uh, taps, and they were having a pool party in the park. What? <laughs> Seriously, this is no joke. And I had the right mind just to say, hey, listen, can I join in? Can I let like, jump in with you guys? But then oh I thought, God. no, that's just gonna actually going to be a bit weird. But listen, it was the strangest thing. And all I just kept thinking about was shit there's other people around the world in lockdown and these guys are just like they're having a pool party in the park so that's how it's done in australia folks uh lockdown quarantine social social distancing thing nah nah forget about it forget about it man (laughs) no that that was all that that that, that's not being adhered to that day when i when i saw those lot in the pool so um yeah so i'm not sure what's going on some people are doing it some people aren't so yeah, man, that's what it's like on this side. But I know, yeah, back home, it's um, yeah, man, it's shit, it's tough. Um, but folks, listen, enough of the the bad stuff, enough of the kind of the dreary stuff. We're here to talk about movies. We are going to be here to entertain you. Deval's sweet dulcet tones, his his accents, his his jokes. You come on, you know you love a Deval joke, right? Because if you listen to last week's episode, those jokes, man, were coming thick and fast. And 
And um, yeah, man. So listen, so just keep listening to us, like and subscribe us and uh, keep up with the films that we're watching. We love it when you share, you know, share with us what you're watching as well. And when you let us know that you've seen a film that we've been speaking about. Okay, so let's speak about shout outs, Devado. We've got a few to get through. So who are we shouting out? This yeah, week, we got a lot of shout outs this week because uh, social media has been popping off. I think because everyone's obviously mm. locked up and they yeah. can't get out, like uh, Akon said. said um, and yeah, so <laughs> the first one actually is a really, really big, big, big uh, shout out. Uh, do you remember? Nice. Did you used to watch uh, My Wife and Kids? It sounds familiar. I, I, I'm not going to lie, no. With, uh, Damon Wayne's and you know the oh shit the, sorry yeah, yes yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 my wife and kids yeah, oh my, my gosh yeah. yeah so you know his wife yeah yeah so she shouted us out on instagram okay shut the front door <laughs> the, the front how door. the how the how the shut the front what how the hell did i not see this what oh my gosh you gotta <laughs> keep an eye out what the what yeah the she shouted frig? us out she shouted us out uh, tisha martin campbell is her name she's been in yes. uh, my wife and kids yes. she's been in uh uh, she was recently in Empire with Terence Howard and Taraji P. Oh, Henson. shut the front door. Uh, she was in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in, in, in an episode when, you know, the Fresh Prince was trapped in that like room with the girl in, in, in an earthquake. <laughs> During an earthquake, that was her. She'd been oh in like gosh. a bunch of stuff in the, in the Martin show with Martin Lawrence. She'd been in a bunch of stuff. But yeah, so we put out the post of the house party of, of, of yeah. herself doing the dance. <laughs> Uh, and she was tagged in that and she actually responded, oh she responded and said, yeah, that's dope, you know, so. Uh, this is how we do it on the Flicksters, folks. <laughs> exactly. So big, big shout out to Tisha Martin Campbell. Uh, she's stranded out. and she's trying to survive while she's, you know, dealing with her kids and so on. So yeah, she's uh, doing a great job. Doing a great yeah, job. Wicked. Our next shout I out to to Emmanuel uh, P underscore L-D-N, uh, our number one listener. Oh, uh, shout out goes to him. Uh, I think he responded on social media to uh, some posts we put out. Uh, I can't remember which one it was actually, but we put out a lot of posts. I think it was a Jurassic Park yeah. one, or it may have yeah. been the, the, the Demolition Man one, one of them. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he listens to the show every week. And every week he's messaging us, telling us what a great job we're doing and the shows, or sometimes not a great job we're doing. If we get something yeah. wrong, he's the first person to tell us. He calls us out on it. <laughs> exactly. Trust me, he does. <laughs> and he sends us info as well. So thanks a lot, Emmanuel. Uh, yeah, J, thanks, J underscore Boxer. Uh -huh. He shouted out to our, our, uh, our house party post and ret retweeted or reposted. Uh, how's he um how's he getting on how's he getting on without doing any training or is he doing any training uh i don't i think he's just he's training in isolation uh yeah exactly that's the one <laughs> <Shadow boxing. laughs> uh, the next one goes out to miss alice o dot o again sh shouted us out in relation to the house party tweet and jurassic park tweet as well the one with the toilet roll Check out our Instagram. <laughs> that was funny. Guys. I know. We'll that was brilliant. The toilet roll. Uh, and then we have uh, LJ uh, Whitney, again, Jurassic Park tweet. No, Naomi Gray's uh, styling. That was the Demolition yeah, Man tweet. Zachariah Man, underscore that was, Campbell. Yeah. That was the Free Shells uh, Demolition Man tweet. Toilet roll. You guys know how it is. And we've got <laughs> a, a little bit of a special shout out to 19 Kitty. I can never say this right. 19 Kikidi. 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 Kikidi yeah. So uh, she actually sent us a message uh, a little while ago and somehow it was missed. So apologies for that. 
uh, but we responded and she actually gave us a shout out for a hidden gem which i actually Ooh. watched this week and i'll, I'll talk about later uh, but nice. she loves uh, she loves the show she heard us shout her out uh, a while ago and she actually responded saying thank you for the shout out oh uh, yeah yep so she loves her movies and i'm sure she's listening now so thank you very thank you very much again uh next one next shout out goes to uh toys for naughty boy now that's not what you think mm. yeah it's not an x-rated uh, <laughs> toy company that make blow up dolls and stuff like that no this is a, uh. a page where the person actually uh plays homage to all these sort of you know 80s and 90s toys that boys used to play with he-man thundercats yeah. turtles oh, all of that man. and he gave us a shout out and the last shout out goes to L underscore Ram underscore Kel underscore Ellie. Uh, and again, a recent shout out. Uh, we actually uh, gave a recommendation to watch The Gentleman. And I believe yeah. she watched it last night and she loved it. So yes, there you go. A exactly. big oh, list of shout outs this week. But, oh, so you know what? I'm sorry. Let me just quickly shout out... Um, uh, Baff 79 Baff 79 oh, yeah. got in touch with us as well yes. about yes. Um, he watched he watched a profit or he's seen a yeah. profit as well which yes. is the film that we spoke about on last week's show and um, yeah man he just got in touch to say listen yeah great movie and stuff so um, and he mentioned um, uh, Adam Sandler as well in Uncut Gems and we kind of like you yep. know said yeah oh he definitely should have been nominated so yeah so that's a brilliant another that's another shout out so buff 79 keep listening and we hope you enjoy the show brilliant all right okay so devaldo um last week we mentioned about michonne leaving the walking dead and we said like you know it's this pivotal moment where um you know she's she, she you know she's still in the walking dead universe and we don't know exactly what's going to happen with her character going forward and we said this kind of connection to some movies that may or may not be happening later on down the road but what is happening with with the finale like what is, is something going on is it you know is it going ahead or what man man michonne she gone <laughs> and uh yeah the walking dead it's weird how they film it but i thought it was all filmed uh, all at once but it's not right they kind of stagger the filming sure uh, or maybe there's reshoots to do i'm not sure how it works but basically yeah michonne she's she went i watched uh the penultimate episode uh within the week actually do you know what for a long time, The Walking Dead was getting kind of dry. But Stale, I, must admit, yeah. I must admit, towards the latter end of season 10, it's been actually getting really good back to it up. back to its yeah. best. Yeah. So unfortunately, yeah. So what happened is because of the uh, COVID-19 outbreak, coronavirus, uh, Walking Dead, uh, the last episode is not finished. It's literally at a standstill. And mm. uh, the news is that it will be somehow finished <laughs> later in the year and it will be... <laughs> they will they will you know show it later in the year we don't know when that's going to be so that means uh season 11 is going to be pers- you know delayed uh yeah, yeah i mean yeah. I, I don't know how much they filmed i don't know what is going on all i know is we're gonna have to wait months before we see the last episode that is crazy and is there any talk of the you know of them going beyond like 11 seasons like yeah, yeah, how yeah, yeah, far yeah. Yeah, how sure far how ahead far, can this yeah. go this, I mean, Walking Dead, I mean, I reckon they need, they just need to die uh, and just stop. But <laughs> just I think as stop, long as, yeah. as I said, it did get better towards the latter end of season 10. So if they can sure. carry on like that, I think people will have appetites, you know. But yeah, I don't know. I, I reckon, I actually think they should stop it now. But, you yeah, know, what can, I, what can I do? 10 is a nice yeah. round number, you know. 
exactly no yeah and like for, like now for example like I, I i watched a bit of season 10 like i watched a couple of episodes and now i've got to kind of catch up again and i'm like shit all over the place with the whole thing so yeah man it's a lot and plus and plus we already know about uh, fear the walking dead and we know that there's another spin-off which is going to be coming but obviously because of the whole coronavirus thing we don't know when that's actually going to be dropping so still loads of walking dead stuff to come out folks so keep listening all right now let's speak about some good news now we know that in the world of coronavirus we're living in a world of coronavirus now so there's a lot of shit that's going on around the world and you know you know nhs staff you know in the uk and like you know medical staff here in australia they're doing amazing amazing jobs obviously in america as well and sometimes people forget to notice all that good stuff but there's one hollywood actor and slash film director who is making waves and like wants to let people know about all this good stuff Devaldo. who is it and what are we talking about over here yeah so it's uh john krasinski aka mm. future richard reed aka yep. the writer director of a quiet place one and quiet place two and uh, was previously in 13 hours of benghazi uh yeah. he was in jack reacher i think that's a show i think that's what it's called yeah yeah i've seen uh, season one of that yeah, that's right. And then the office uh, years ago. So basically, yeah. yeah, in the midst of the coronavirus outbreak, everyone's uh, stranded indoors. There's a lot of negativity as in, you know, all the bad news everyone's hearing. So he took it upon himself to launch a sort of YouTube, I don't know if it's a channel yet, but so far he's broadcast one, it's about 15 minutes long. And it's a sort of uh, just a, an address to the world about all the good news that's happening uh, at a time like this so he basically presents it like a news a news reader kind of in the vein of how he was in the office like he kind of looks yeah. the same as that, as that as that and he just talks about all the good news all the all the charities all the people that are you know doing good things he he brings in uh who was the guy that was in the office the steve carell, steve carell yeah so he brings in steve carell he's that he's, he's actually you know he's got a little segment in that as well Lots of crazy stuff happens, but yeah, it's literally just a good news channel. So I actually reckon if you want to watch something a bit more positive, just uh, just just search for uh, John Krasinski, uh, good news, and you'll see it on YouTube. It's actually not bad. It's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we need it. We need it, and. And obviously he's probably gutted as well himself because his movie, he wanted to release his movie. We would have been speaking about one of his, you know, his uh, Quiet Place part two, like this week, right? Would it have been released this week? It would have been released like about a week ago or two weeks ago. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we would have been talking, we would have spoken about it already. I'm gutted yeah. that we didn't get to see it. Yeah. I know. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, but yeah, so check out John Krasinski, his, possibly his like YouTube channel. And um, yeah, it's good. And also, sorry, we um, we said Jack Reacher is actually um, Tom Clancy. No, oh, Jack Tom Clancy. Clancy. Jack, is it? Tom is Clancy. It? Something Clancy. It's, something it? Clancy. Yeah, he's in that. He's, and it's Amazon Prime. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. it. I've seen the first season. It was decent. And the, I know okay. the second season's already out. So yeah, so go check that out. All right. Okay. Now let's speak about this actor, character actor, Chris Maloney. If I'm getting this right, this is Vic special something, special yeah, unit or something. Yeah, Law and Order Special Victims Unit. I love this show. Uh, <laughs> I love that kind of stand that they do in the look. You know, the camera's like there and they're, they're all just standing there just looking. Yeah. <laughs> oh what, my gosh. I don't know what that's about, but yeah, so he used to be in, <laughs> he used to be in, uh, in SVU for years and then right. uh, he sort of ended it and started doing different stuff. He does that show called, uh, is it called Happy? On I think it's on Netflix. It's a, it's a, it's a crazy show. There's like a little is cartoon okay. kind of thingy in there. 
but it's called Happy. It's meant to be quite, quite a crazy show. He was also in, uh, I think he was in The Dark, not The Dark Knight. He was in uh, Man of Steel, I believe. He may have Is been it? in that. Okay. Could be getting mixed up. But anyway, yeah, he's basically going to return for his own oh. SVU spin-off. Wow. Yeah, his own So SVU is this Yeah. Is this all part of the NCIS like or no, that's something else, right? Law and order. You mean part of the Law and Order franchise, yep. Right, so this is Law and Order and NCIS, that's something else completely. That's a totally different. Oh, fuck, show. Flipping out, man. Jesus. <laughs> Still that, that just shows you Still how far away I'm from all that stuff. Yeah. So, so, all right, so Law and Order, and then you've got this special victim uh, show, and then Chris Maloney, he's going to be returning back for that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he'll wow. return, and who knows how much of the. I don't know if he'll, I guess, reunite with his old partner, who is now the captain of the show. Uh, right. But you know, the show's been going for 21 years. It started in 1999. Uh, and the original show's been going on for longer than that. So, Jeez. yeah, this is this this show is an institution, you know? Man. Yeah. That's like, and we're talking about 10 seasons of The Walking Dead, and this is exactly. going for 21 yeah. years, man. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. All right. Mm-hmm. So for all you Law & Order fans out there, keep an eye on this one. Yeah, we'll, we'll update you if we hear anything else. Now, let's speak about James Gunn. You know, folks, James Gunn, director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Again, we've mentioned this so many times. He got fired from mm. Disney and then he went over to Warner Brothers and then he got rehired to do Guardians of the Galaxy number three. We don't know when that's going to be happening because obviously there's a lot more delays happening, et cetera, et cetera. But what's James Gunn been up to, Deval? Yeah, so he's basically in isolation, just like most of us. And uh, basically he, uh, he did an interview just talking about, you know, the work he's doing, work coming up and stuff like that. You know, just trying to shed some uh, sort of levity on the situation. Mm. And someone asked him, you know, who would you be quarantined with if you could at a time like this? And he said, Jarvis. Oh, good shout. Oh. So I'm not sure if he means, uh, like, I guess, yeah, he probably means Jarvis in the AI sense rather than the vision yeah. sense. Yeah, sure, uh, but yeah. I guess Jarvis will, you know, can, I guess, you know, I guess fulfill his every need and can talk to him, give him information, all that kind of stuff. So maybe he likes the yeah. whole... AI situation, but it made yeah. me think like if like you could choose right now, which uh, you know, comic book character, whether DC or Marvel, whoever, who would you want to be quarantined oh, with? Oh shit, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, flipping out. I'm just trying to think like, I mean, Jarvis is a great shout out because obviously he's connected to, he's connected to everything. He's connected everything. to the internet yeah. and he knows yeah. like, oh man, who are the other, other big ones? Mm, there's some, I mean, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of great characters. I mean, for me personally, it's it's a, it's a choice between two, and uh, the first would be Mystique. Mm. Yeah, because literally, I mean, I could have a different girl every day. Oh my gosh, man! <laughs> I could have a different girl every that day. Is sick. I could say be Beyonce. I can say. <laughs> be- <laughs> I can say be this one. Be oh my gosh! Anyone. Even her blue self, man. I'll take that. I'll take the blue mystique right now. I know, man. T- <laughs> just like <laughs> coronavirus or not, man. Just like, just Trust that's me. wicked. Yeah. Oh, the blue one's oh hot. my gosh. So it would either be her or it would be Wolverine because he's got healing powers. And a time like this, you need somebody that can heal. So yeah. if, if all go, if, if the shit really hits the fan, I'm like, Wolverine, give me some of your blood, mate. 
I need some of that blood. But he'll be hard to live with. I think he'll be really hard to live with. He'll be he'll get on my nerves, but it'll be but worth more it. like more like flipping wheel. Someone will get on his nerves. At the end of the day, you mean remember he's got a short temper. So exactly. I mean, Bub over there, he'll like show his claws and like he'll be so annoyed. What about, I always remember the scene in um in what was it when uh, James McAvoy and uh, Fassbender when they when they're recruiting for, for uh, the yeah, X Men yeah, and yeah. they go into the bar yeah. and they're like they don't even say anything he's like yeah. fuck off yeah I think um, Wolverine he would cope with isolation very well I think he, he easily would cope with isolation he wants isolation most of the time oh my gosh mm. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to think, man. Who, which character? Flipping. There's just so many. Mm. It's just like um, Black Widow would be great, just to yeah. like you know spend time and speak about yeah. like you know her favorite weapon and going undercover in it. You know, undercover missions. I'd definitely go undercover like, under the sheets, <laughs> like you know. Um, look, you went for Mystique in the blue. I'll go yeah. for Gamora for in green. Ooh. Like you know what? It's just like. Damn. Why not? Mm-hmm. I know, man. There's just too many. See, exactly. But yeah. like, um, let us know, guys. Who's, who's yours? Let us. I, I, I want the guy. I'm, I'm gonna. We'll put out a post and we'll ask the guys the, the flicksters. Yes, this would be good. We'll ask them who this you want to be, be really quarantined good. with and let us know. Exactly. All right. Okay. Now let's speak about some movie delays. So, a few weeks ago, we've already mentioned that there's loads, ton, you know, shitloads of movies that have been delayed. But listen, let's add another one to the mix. Mm-hmm. Morbius. Now, I was actually really looking forward to this, Devaldo, and I know people were laughing. They were like, it wasn't. They weren't really taking this movie seriously. But then, as the kind of like days went on, weeks went on, and I kept on seeing the trailer and. I kept on kind of reading more about it. I was like, okay, look, let's give it a chance. But now, listen, we're not going to get that chance this year. So what's the deal, Devado? When's this coming out? Yeah, it was originally supposed to come out October 2020. Now it's been pushed back to spring 2021, which is pretty oh. much a year's time. You know, pretty much yeah. a year's time. You know, so this is a big pushback. Uh, and... Do you know what? They're all following suit. So this is just a sign of yeah. things to come. But I, I, do you know what? The film that is released the day we are all let out, that film's going to make a billion dollars <laughs> one day. <laughs> no, man. Seriously. <laughs> I, it's, that's yeah, so imagine. true. Everyone's going to rush out to yeah. the cinema. And obviously, if, yeah. And people, you might not know this, but um, Marvel, just on their, on their kind of Instagram account, Marvel Studios, they announced that Black Widow is going to be coming out November the 4th. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man. So that's kind of, at least that's this year though. At least it's this year. I mean, Marvel, they, oh my gosh, they've they've done a bunch of uh, of pushbacks. I mean, they've pushed back yeah. everything. Yeah. So you, you mentioned Black Widow is uh, the, it's November. Uh, yeah. And then Eternals is now going to be in February, 2021. Jeez. Uh, Shang-Chi will now be, uh, May, uh, yeah, 2021 in May. Doctor right. Strange will now be 2021 in November. Thor, Love and Thunder will now be February 2022. Now dipped into the <sighs> feet of the following year. And Captain yeah. Marvel 2 has now been announced to be in July 2022. <sighs> which may mean, because uh, Bla- uh, uh, Doctor, not Doctor Strange, sorry, uh, Black Panther was originally supposed to come out in 2022 also. Right, so that, okay. that could come out at the latter end of 2022. We'll have to wait and see. Wow. But everything's yeah. been pushed back. Pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. And um, and obviously, 
you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3, we know that James Gunn is working on Suicide Squad. That's probably obviously been delayed. Do you think that's going to be coming out this year or is that going to be again next year? Yeah, that's going to be, I reckon that's going to be next year for sure. Mm. I think mm. so, yeah. I think so. I think originally it actually was supposed to come out next year anyway. I don't think it was actually meant to come out this year. So oh, I right, think that, okay. one, that one's safe anyway. Yeah, that one. I don't think I don't think there's much disruption with that one. Wow, man, a lot of shit going on. So yeah, so you Marvel, you MCU fans, I mean, you're going to have to wait for a lot of this stuff to come out. And I mean, we're eager. We're just as eager as you to watch all these movies and watch these TV shows. So um, yeah, it's just kind of like a waiting game right now. All right. Okay. Now, still keeping it with Disney. And I posed this question to you kind of uh, a while ago. I was like, Devaldo, how is Disney going to kind of... How are they going to get be on top of kind of, you know, those projects, for example, like Deadpool? Because obviously they're the owners now of a character like Deadpool. And as you know, yeah. Deadpool, in uh, you know, in the movie universe is is R-rated. I mean, he's swearing, yeah. he's effing and blinding. He's like, you know, doing all sorts of shit. How is that going to work on Disney Plus or or on Disney in, in, in general, Deval? Well, I think uh, they're going to have a separate, like, I guess, section or separate Ooh. maybe platform for that. But what I do know is uh, Disney Plus has recently gotten X-rated. Oh. When I say X-rated, what I mean is Disney Plus, as of about a week ago, they have created their own X-Men section. Oh. Yeah, so they've got a section designated for X-Men content. And this is new X-Men content. So they already have the... X-Men animations from, you know, previous years and so on. Sure. But they are about to release at some point some new X-Men content. So whether that's going to be uh, the, the, the new mutants, maybe that will come sure. on to Disney Plus. Sure. Uh, yeah. Whether there'll be a, a brand new animation, which I think nothing will nothing will top the, the mid-90s one. But mm. if, it, if there's going to be a new animation, possibly that could be something that they're going to release soon. Yeah. Or there is word that they are in the in the, the the you know the the midst of creating new x-men movies oh so either way i'm excited to to find out what they're actually going to do because anything x-men within the within the mcu should be a good bargain yeah should be yeah can't go wrong there so i'm looking forward to that one that, that's another reason like you say to actually get Disney Plus, they need a reason for you to go there as opposed to Netflix or Amazon or, you know, whoever else, you know, Apple. There's so many yeah. competitors now, but you need there needs to be that added value or something you can get there, but you can't get anywhere else. And that is going to be, people love the X-Men. X-Men have been around for ages. The movies know, have been man. around since 20, since 2000. That's 20 years. Since 2000. Yeah. yeah. So they've got a really good following there. They've got to do it. And, um, I mean, we haven't kind of spoken about this, but they, Disney, I think they just released a, uh, a movie on the platform, Disney Plus, I'm talking about, uh, Onward. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. That literally so, was um, released in the cinema. So just to, I guess, to save it, because people aren't in the cinema, they've uh, cleverly released it on their platform. Another sure. reason to go and, you know, purchase their subscription. Yeah, exactly. So, um, um, you know what? I'm I'm still kind of like I'm in an hour and about it. Do you know that, Deval? How are you? Okay. About about signing up. So, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. I was just like hoping maybe there was kind of some. I, I was looking through the list of all the kind of 
projects and stuff. I mean, I mean, I've already got all the MCU stuff. Like, yeah, if I'm, if yeah. I'm honest, I've already got all that. Yeah. So um, I'm waiting for you know, the uh, the the MCU shows to come out on it, like uh, Falcon mm. and Winter Soldier. When that starts to drop on it, then I'll be ready. Yeah. 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 See, now that would make me want to kind of drop yeah. my five or six quid or wherever it is yeah. per yeah. month. All right. Okay. Um, let's speak about uh, Amazonian stuff, Devado. So, um, and mm-hmm. we're talking about, um, we're talking about, uh, what do you can call it? Um, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder Shit. Woman. So um, what's happening? Who's, who's talking? Who's saying what? Yeah, a while ago, I mean, I think in the midst of Wonder Woman 2 being uh, produced, uh, there were some murmurs about there being a possible spin-off, you know, and that's within the Amazonian world, you know, Themyscira with all the mm. Amazonians and Wonder Woman and all her, you know, her her women uh, sort of uh, comrades or folk or come from. And uh, yeah, so Connie Nielsen, who plays uh, Wonder Woman's mother, uh, Hippolyta, uh, she's been speaking and she's been saying that she really wants this spin off to happen. And you know, a lot of these actors these days they need to speak things into existence, so they need yeah. to, you know, put it out there and see how people respond. The response has been really positive. I mean, I could actually see a spin off, whether it's a movie or a show or something, of the Amazonian world because you, yeah. have, to, you have to remember the Amazonian world, there is literally a physical shroud over the whole island you know it cannot be seen it is not on the map you know people only stumble across across it by accident the ocean is one of the most undiscovered places on earth more undiscovered than space people say so there are so (sighs) many spots that you know that people can just you know not even know exist so think about all the years they've been around you remember in in justice league they had that that short kind of, you know, montage of the Amazonians first battling yeah. Steppenwolf when he when, yeah. when he came to try and get the mother box and you know they were they were the the Amazonians were fighting with the Green Lanterns and all these different, you know, people, all these different forces. So they've got a rich history, you know, which which I think deserves to be deserves to be told. So it'll be a good yeah. idea. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, like, yeah, you've already said this before, like there's so many characters. It's just all depends on, I guess for them is like, which angle do you want to take it? Like, do they yeah. want this whole kind of, you know, spin off universe and stuff? Mm. And they have to see some sort of kind of success come out of it as well. So, um, but I mean, look, let's face it, folks, Wonder Woman was a huge, huge hit for them. So why not? It could mm. definitely, definitely work. All right. Okay. Um, speaking about DC now, DC, the DC Universe streaming platform, Devado, is only available in North America. So this is stuff that I know so that you can only get over there. And they, so our friends in America, our colonial cousins, they are going to be getting a new character basically on the screens, which is Stargirl. And recently they, they've just dropped a, a poster. So I was looking into this and... Um, yeah, so so this is the new. So the new DC Universe series Stargirl has been unveiled and um, if given kind of like a breakdown, the series is going to debut on Monday, May the 18th. So I'm figuring that the filming for this had already been done like before the whole kind of, you know, coronavirus pandemic kind of like, you know, got in there. But this is really interesting because the new poster gives us 
the first good look at other members of the Justice Society of America. Now, JSA, we've seen kind of small, like kind of like smaller versions of this kind of like in, um, I remember there was something about it on uh, on The Flash, I think as well. Like at some point on Smallville, there was like a version of them as well. But I, I think this is going to be the main or the first time that we're actually going to see the JSA. And um I was just going through this. So um, Stargirl is going to be played by someone called Courtney Whitmore. I don't know who that is. Who that is. Luke Wilson is going to play her stepfather, brother mm-hmm. of Owen Wilson. And there's a guy called, they're going to have Starman in there. They're going to have Yolanda, Wildcat, mm. uh, Dr. Midnight. Okay. Uh, Our Man's going to be in there as well. So there's going to be quite a few from the golden age. Yeah. So this is kind of like really interesting. But yeah, unfortunately fans... It's it's not going to be coming on our screens just yet. But here's the thing. Now, DC Universe items, for example, Titans, Doom Patrol, mm. they those kind of like shows have been bought by Netflix to be shown internationally. So, fingers crossed, Netflix will pick up Stargirl and we'll be able to catch this like on, on our end. Mm. So, just look forward. Just, you know, it sounds interesting, this one. Does. Do you know who else is in it as well? Who? <laughs> uh, and you're going to recognise the name, uh, but uh, his name is Louis Furingo Jr. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. The Hulk's son. Oh, my God. The son of the Hulk. Yeah, so he's going to be in it as well. So another DC connection there. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, it should be a good this show. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Hopefully it's going to be good. Let's Let's see what happens, eh? Let's see what happens with that one. Uh, All right. Okay. Now let's speak about The Rock. Uh, The Rock is busy, you know, working out most likely, probably in in isolation, in quarantine some ways, probably pumping those weights, getting ready for for Black (laughs) Adam. But he had the time to announce or to kind of say that Hobbs and Shaw part two is going to be in the works. So, I mean, for me, this guy, man, he just like is this guy's a consumer professional. He's like, he's just a workaholic. This guy, he's working out, he's working on Black Adam and then he's got time to announce there's going to be a, sh- you know, Hobbs and Shaw part two. I mean, what else is this guy going to be doing? He's doing, he's still on Ballers, that that TV show. It's just a lot, mate. He's on a lot. Yeah. So this is what he had to say. He said, we are developing now the next film, uh, the next Hobbs and Shaw movie, and I'm pretty excited about it. And this is what you had to say. We just got to figure out the creative right now and the direction we're going to go. Now, if you know anything about the Fast and Furious franchise, I mean, you know, it'll be someone's brother, someone's mother's going to be the villain or, you know, they'll bring in like, you know, uh, another character who's connected to maybe it could even be someone that who we thought was dead from one of the Fast and Furious. You know, it could be anyone that they bring in. Just wait and see. Just wait and see. And obviously, before any of that, we we still got to see Fast and Furious 9. Yeah, exactly. Which is going to be, when's that, 2021 now? Summer 2021? Mm, Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Damn, 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 damn. All right. Okay, (laughs) Devaldo. Now, lastly, tell us about Spielberg. Oh my gosh, you know that Spielberg look? We, we had a <laughs> one of our posts, the uh, Jurassic Park uh, sort of toilet roll post. Uh, yeah, there was that yeah. classic Spielberg stare, you know? That, yep. You know, that stare, mouth open, looking at something really focused, dramatic. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, Steven Spielberg himself has been doing that, but on a much more <laughs> negative, uh, you know, lean. 
So we, we spoke about his daughter uh, a yeah. few weeks ago, actually. She's, uh, you know, she's like a self-confessed uh, adult film star, you know, and, uh, you know, that's what she wants to do. She doesn't want to live off her father's, you know, money. She wants to you yeah. know, forge her own career and uh, with an entertainment, but just more on the, you know, triple X, you know, uh, <laughs> slant. Yeah. And uh, at times like this, you know, I think a lot of people are leaning towards the triple X because uh, they're, <laughs> they're all stranded. Because there's nothing else to do. So they're stranded at home. Providing a service. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, so basically she was uh, arrested recently uh, and uh, yeah, I'm causing, uh, so domestic, uh, domestic uh, assault causing bodily harm. Uh, oh was arrested in, uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, and wow. uh, was uh, was bailed. But yeah, there's, there seems to be a lot of uh, stuff going on in this, in this Spielberg household. Household, uh, man, this yeah. This 23-year-old uh, daughter uh, who they adopted uh, when she was really little, I, I, I presume. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, you know, families have their issues and this is just yeah, another... Yeah, of course. Because of the name, you're going to hear about it a lot more rather than, you know, them allowed to uh, deal with their own shit in, you know, in private. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, you're someone famous or you're the son or daughter of someone famous, you're going to be in the news and, you know, that shit gets picked up and, uh, you know, her, you know, her, her, her choice of career. Okay, fine. Fair enough. There's millions of, of people who work in the, you know, you know, adult entertainment industry and, you know, that's fine. That's great. Mm. But I mean, I, I guess Spielberg would prefer it if, if it's not basically yeah. being read by millions of people around the world and like, you know, yeah. that Spielberg look, you know, the one that he gives in the movies with the crane yeah. shot. Imagine that on his face right now, Deval. Gosh, imagine it on her face as well. I'm sure she's got it on lock. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, oh, man. Gosh. This is bad. Uh, all right. Okay, folks, that is your movie news. And um, yeah, so Keep in touch, you know, get in touch with us about any movie news that you've heard of. And maybe we're missing something, but you know about it. It'd be great to hear from you. Yep. Okay. So yeah. let's speak about some box sets. So what can people watch, Devada? What can people binge watch right now? Oh, man. Um, now there there's time. Lot. There is a lot, but we've got four on the list uh, for you to yep. uh, try and get through this week, if you can. Uh, the first is Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem and Madness. Oh I think man, I want to watch this. Yeah, watch it's on Netflix and it's about a a tiger. Well, he he loves animals. Uh, that's that's there to see. Uh, sure. His name uh, what's his name? Joe Joe, Joe Exotic. Yeah, Joe Exotic. He lives in uh, somewhere in America. I think it's somewhere near Florida, Oklahoma, or something like that. He's a he's a proper like redneck mullet. Uh, he's you know he's just crazy. He he's. I don't want to spoil it too much, but yeah, his his personal life is just crazy. He's yeah, you know, the people he marries uh, again, plural. <laughs> the people he marries, <laughs> oh high life. But he loves tigers. He's got this massive tiger zoo where he you know charges people to come and see his tigers. He goes into the cage with tigers. It's crazy. Damn. But as as the title says, murder, mayhem, and madness, and that's all yeah. within the show. There Damn. is. Uh, an element of the murder there's a police investigation there's all sorts of shit that happens in this and it's quite entertaining uh and it's sad it's everything you know there's mystery it's it's crazy yeah. it's crazy so yeah if you can binge it it's only seven episodes i think sure. about 45 minutes each but yeah it's worth a watch if you can 
There are people out there, I'm talking about famous people, like famous actors, they are dying to play Joe Exotic, like in a film version. And apparently, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if this is true or not, but apparently, more, um, you know, Michael Morbius actor Jared Leto, yeah. he he threw a party and he dressed up as Joe Exotic. Is it? <laughs> and I'm just like, people are just like on this, but yeah, you're right, Devado. Oh. I mean, you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. You said, uh, you know, about the show and yeah. then I started reading up on it and it's definitely, it's on my watch list. So yeah, yeah that is it. definitely kind of watch like on the, yeah. And what else can people binge watch right now? Yeah, Money Heist. Uh, Money mm. Heist, uh, Casa de Papel. Yeah. Uh, that one is on Netflix. It's released on Friday the 4th of April. Yep. So you can watch that right now. Uh, yep. I am literally like, by the next time we speak, I would have watched the whole show. Nice. I love this show. It came out a few years ago. It's about, uh, I think it's, it is based in Spain, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's about a group of people that want a rubber bank in the most elaborate, like crazy way. And it is just drama. It's funny. It's yeah, crazy. Man. It is just something different. Uh, and it's on Netflix. And I urge you to give this a watch. If you've never seen it, you're in for a good time because it's all going to yeah. be there at once. But yeah, exactly. I'm going to binge this. Oh, definitely. And, you know, um, I was reading an article about this and they were saying it's, it's one of the most what, watched shows on Netflix. Like people, yeah. not just like, not just like, you know, in countries where Spanish is spoken, but in, you know, countries like everywhere, like in Asia and everything, people are loving the show. And um, yeah, man, you got to watch it. It's, it's, it's great. I've seen the first couple of seasons. I've, I did see the first three or four episodes of season three. I've got to recatch it, recatch up on, on all of those. So yeah, okay. that's definitely worth, uh, worth watching folks. So yeah, I'm going to watch that one okay what else defo uh next we have coffee and kareem this yeah is i've film. heard about this yeah it's a film on netflix and it stars taraji p henson and it also stars i think it's one of the guys that was in uh uh the hangover uh i think yeah that's, i think that's who it yeah, is ed it's helms him. Oh, okay yeah that's him yeah 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 so it's about uh yeah so uh taraji p henson is dating a cop ed helms and uh She's got a son called Kareem uh, and she tries to get obviously uh, the family all together or tries to get her son and her new uh, partner, you know, kind of getting to know each other and stuff uh, yeah. in, the, in the midst of all that. So I think uh, the partner, uh, Ed Helms, is a cop and he, he, he takes, you know, the son, uh, Kareem out or something like that. And uh, they witness or the, the son witnesses something he shouldn't have seen. Sure. This, is all, this is all in the trailer by the way so yeah, he's seen yeah. something he shouldn't have seen and then all of a sudden these gangsters are after the sun and then the <laughs> and then the, <laughs> and then the, <laughs> the cop uh, is trying to you know trying to do the right thing and protect them yeah. and stuff it's a comedy so nothing serious I think happens too much but yeah, yeah it's just funny just to see it all take place it's Goofy, just yeah. it's mad yeah and even even some of the gangsters, you'll recognise them from some of like some like comedies that have been out in the past. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's it looks like a, like a like a light, you know, something not too heavy because you can't keep watching all this heavy shit. So it's something I know, light. I know. The kids are going to be home. I think this is something that, depending on their age, some like teenage kids can watch, you know. But uh, it looks cool, and Taraji P Henson, she's always good. So you know, oh man, she's not? really good. Yeah. yeah. Why not exactly? And um, yeah, so check that out, Coffee and Kareem, folks. Uh, that's on Netflix. And what else, Deval? Yeah, the last one we have on the list is one that I literally started watching a day ago and I finished it all in the same day. I said to myself, 
Uh, oh, just one episode. Let me see what it's like. Before yeah. I knew it, I'd watched the whole thing. This is, is called, yeah, this is called Caliphate. And it's on Netflix. It's uh, Swedish in language. Uh, mm. I was subtitles are there as well. But it's about, uh, without giving too many spoilers away, it's about the whole sort of uh, radicalization, terrorism, sure. all that kind of stuff. So you've got these families and these people uh, who are like Swedish, uh, Arab origin. And, yeah. uh, you know, there's people that, you know, living their lives and so on. Uh, some people are maybe uh, more or, or less religious than others. And you yeah. get to see how uh, people that groom uh, for like ISIS and, you know, those sorts of organizations uh, see how they groom people and they see yeah. how they groom the youngsters. And you get to see every side of the coin. You get to see the police, you get to see the groomers, you get to see people that are fighting or are with ISIS that maybe yeah. are not 100% sure you get to see the ones that are 100% sure and they, they believe what they're doing and, you know, they hate the West for, in their eyes, legitimate reasons. You get to see people that, you know, have, have you know, they were one, they were like, you know, before this, before they got groomed, they would never have gone down that road and then they right. flip, you know, so much so that they're willing to rat on their own family. You know, Shit. it's like, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's really, really well acted. Yeah, uh, stories are really into like really intricate. Yeah. Uh, I really liked it actually. Like I, I couldn't that sounds put good. It down. Yeah, and you know it's just really really well done. I really liked it. It's called Caliphate. If you if yeah. you can watch that, that one is eight episodes. They're about forty five nice. to fifty minutes each. And you know what? It's actually really good. So yeah, if you can good. watch it, yeah, give it a watch. It's really good. Exactly. Yeah. Give so give all those shows uh, and films like uh, a watch. And also, let me just quickly add honorable mention. I got to just say this: Ozark. I finished it. Oh, you did. And uh, yeah, I finished it, man. I tell you what, it is really, really good. So uh, if you can watch Ozark as well, please add that to your list. So um, there's loads of stuff to watch, folks. Like you can binge. There's too many things to watch. So um, you got to be selective. And um, you listen to what the fixers are saying. The list that Deval just mentioned right now, start there. And if you still need some more help, we will definitely let you know. Okay, now Deval, let's speak about what is out. What's coming out on Blu-ray? Uh, yeah. What's out this? Uh, yeah, go and tell us. A couple of quick ones here. Charlie's Angels. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you saw this, didn't you? No. <laughs> oh, I thought you saw this. No, okay. Yeah, well, I think um, I would actually waste my time watching it, to be honest. But, you know, we're here to report what's out there. It's not all about exactly. what we like. It's about what's out there and you can make up your own mind. But Charlie's Angels is the kind of like a reboot, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, yeah. Uh, it starred uh, the girl from Twilight. Twilight. Yeah. Kristen Stewart. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, yeah, it's out. That's all I'm going to say. So if you want to watch it, watch it. But, you know, uh, I warned you. <laughs> it didn't, exactly. It didn't, it didn't get the best reviews. I don't think it was it totally, totally shit. It just wasn't even as, well, I don't think it was even as good as the as previous the, ones. Um, of like Charlie's, as the previous ones. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? No, uh, what's her name again? Uh, you know, um, Lucy Liu and Lucy Liu, um, yes. Barry um, Moore. Barry Moore and the one from The Mask. <laughs> Cameron Diaz that's Cameron Diaz Shit, blank. Yeah. yeah so I don't think it was even as good as those so yeah I mean do you know what if you got you got time to waste I would say before you watch Charlie's Angels watch the list that we gave you on, on uh, Netflix yeah. uh, easily 
Yeah. And then the last one that's out uh, on digital download or, you know, Blu-ray. Uh, then again, do you know what? No one's going to be going to buy any Blu-ray. So we're all going to be digitally downloading, to be honest. Exactly. Yeah. Right now. And this one, this one, Devado, I've heard of this one. I've seen the trailer for this one and I want to watch it, but uh, I just haven't had the chance to watch this one. But yeah, go on, tell us about it. Yeah, this is Colour Out of Space. And do you know what? I, I've, not, I've not seen it yet, to be honest, but I've heard it's actually quite a decent film, you know? Yeah. Yeah, this is by the makers of Mandy. And yeah, exactly. it's got uh, Nicolas Cage in this and he's, he's, you know, he's supposed to be kind of like in the same vein as that. I think, yeah, it's based on a novel uh, which was written like a long, long time ago about an alien that uh, lands on Earth and the alien is 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 like um it, the the form of the alien is color is like like this fluorescent type of oh color gosh. and that once you yeah once it infects you you start seeing like it's basically terrorizes your mind like you start hallucinating oh, you start I'm, I'm, doing I'm, shit you, you, you man had me, you had me a, a alien <laughs> to be honest i'm going to watch this for next week I want to watch this. We all right. Let's do this. So this is our homework for next week. We yeah. got to watch Color Out of Space, and yeah, um, we'll, we'll review it, it for next week's lesson. Uh, next week's um, um, session. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, all right. So folks, go check them out. Charlie's Angels and Color Out of Space, and um, let us know what you think. Okay. So let's speak about some trailers. So um, some really interesting ones, and this first one, Devaldo, I, I didn't get a chance to, to see some of these ones, so you're going to have to fill in the blanks over here. So the first one is in Inheritance. Tell us about this one, because this sounds interesting. Inheritance. Oh my gosh, I can't remember what it, <laughs> I can't remember what it is now. <laughs> did I, I did you I put this remember. or I put this? I think I put this on. Okay. I, think I, can, I, can, I think I can remember now. But yeah, inheritance is a <laughs> no. It's good. It's uh, it's yeah. It's like a it's like a a drama about a a uh, like a rich family uh, who basically one of the the, the 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 leader of the family passes away, and there's a there's a will left behind, and the family basically are trying to fight over you know who is going to get all the money and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. But there's, there's a shocking secret that is revealed at the, I guess, the point mm. of which this person passes away. And it means that the inheritance could go to people that you don't ex- don't expect. Oh, and then, okay. Yeah, so it's one of those ones that's it's like one of those, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of one of those kind of 80s dramas, you know, that, you know, that you don't really see getting made a lot these days. But from what I understand, this film right. does look, it I means Simon Pegg's in it. Uh, and who else is in it? Right. That I can't can remember. Yeah, I think so, yeah, Simon Pegg was in it, doing an American accent. He looks quite slim in this film. So if you saw those images yeah, yeah, of Simon Pegg weight. when he was really slim, yeah. I'm not sure if it was for this film, but definitely in this film, he looks really slim. Uh, it was meant to be released mm. uh, in May, but I don't think that's going to happen. Or if it is released, it will be straight to digital, I reckon. I think this film it's probably best on digital. I don't see it as a major blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to be honest. And the film looks decent, but I don't think it's one of those films you're going to rush to the cinema to see. But uh, yeah, like I say, right. the acting looks good. It looks like a decent, like it looks like a decent film to be honest. So yeah, I mean, Connie Nielsen's also in it. We just mentioned her. In, oh, uh, we just mentioned her, yeah, yeah. Exactly, so she's in it. So you know she's good. But uh, yeah, so that's Inheritance. Uh, yeah, decent. Go for it, you know, when it comes out. 
Yeah. This next one. Now, I did see the trailer for this one. This looks freaky as hell. Uh, this is, what a name. And by the way, the names that they come up for these movies is crazy. This is called The Wretched. And just when you think about The Wretched, you just think about people like, you know, who are like, you know, the, the worst of luck, you know, they're, they're in the shittest possible way going. You, you, you say, oh man, what a wretched, like, you know, that person's got like wretched luck or, you know, they're just a wretched person or something like that. But to have a movie called The Wretched, it just doesn't bode well for people in the movie. This one's got, it's, I mean, it's already out, I think. Or, yeah, um, I think it is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got 92% on Rotten Tomato, I mean, already. Wow. So, um, yeah, so tell everyone about this one, Deval. Yeah, is this this is I'm getting I'm my, my my films and trailers are all twisted this week. I don't know what's going on, but this is the one that's about a, a boy who's struggling to sort of deal with his parents. I think they they've they've broken up and yeah, uh, there's like yeah, they're a, separated or something. Yeah, yeah, and it's like a witch that leave that that's uh, <laughs> it's like a thousand year old <laughs> witch, witch who's living oh, beneath gosh. the skin of the neighbor. It's like oh. the the neighbors like posing as some sort of witch and really the, the yeah. neighbor isn't who they are that's that's the film isn't it like a twisted yeah, kind yeah. of like satanic there's a, kind of yeah. weirdness there's like it. a malevolent there's a yeah, malevolent that's the spirit word. That's the word, malevolent. That, that lives in the woods yes. I, I mean just that word is just freaks me out but yeah it's about this kind of like this spirit this evil spirit that's lurking around in the woods uh and it takes hold of the parents of the house that this boy's living in. And um, and then the, the evil spirit starts playing like games. Like, oh, oh, exactly. It's just like, okay, right. Yeah, there's a there's a malevolent spirit and oh no, it wants to play evil games with you. Like, yeah. you know, it's just crazy, man. It's just like the shit that comes out of people's minds. Um, so obviously supernatural, there's like an image of this thing coming out of the wall or something like that. Mm, and the, oh now. man. I remember yeah. now. Yeah, it's, it's it's kind of sick and twisted, isn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. And in the trailer, there's a bit where the boy is trying to run away from the lady, who is yeah. like almost like a mum to him, I think. And she's she's bloodied and she's calling him, and he doesn't know whether to go to her or not. And oh he's my trapped. Gosh. Oh yeah, yeah. This is a this is a decent looking horror film, I reckon. Yeah, man. So mm. yeah, this is probably going to be one for. Um, well, actually, it won't be released in cinema over here for a while yet. So this, again, it'll probably be like VOD, video on demand, like on, on one yeah. of the services. Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah. All right. Okay. So the next one. Now, I haven't, I didn't see this trailer. This is the main event. Now, what is this about? Yep. So, yeah, this is about uh, a, an 11-year-old boy who wants to be a wrestler, basically. Uh, mm. He loves wrestling and... Uh, he one day comes across a basically yeah he in school he gets bullied and all that kind of stuff you know he's kind of like a he's not a jock in school he's like a regular guy and blah 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 uh, and one day he comes across uh, this magical wrestling mask that gives him Ooh. crazy powers and allows him to join the WWE is it yeah so imagine an 11 year old boy little boy but somehow he's he can, he can lift people over his head he's got like super speed and he can just like do crazy crazy things wow so there's some uh wrestling stars within this film uh so you got the miz the miz is in yeah. this uh you got sheamus he's in this film uh, wow. You've got a few other wrestlers that make cameos. You've got Kofi Kingston, <laughs> who makes wow, a cameo. Man. And uh, a few other wrestlers that you probably will recognise their face. So uh, this is, is this produced by WWE? 
I believe it is. Yeah, I think it is. I, I, you know, I don't want to say so. Yes, it is. Yeah, I think it's in. So, yeah, WWE and Netflix. I think. Uh, wow. You know, work together to get this uh, on the on the screen. So it looks decent. And actually, uh, there's a film I'm going to talk about later that has something also to do with wrestling. So a bit of a wrestling, oh, okay, cool. you know, yeah, thing today. Yeah. All right. And what's the last trailer that you want to let everyone know about? Yes, this one is the Train to Busan yeah. Presents Peninsula. And this is the sequel to the 2016 movie uh, Train to Busan, which is like the zombie movie that was uh, that just blew up. Uh, a yeah. few years ago. And I must admit, I must admit, and I shouldn't admit, I shouldn't say this in public, but I still, <laughs> I still, <laughs> I still haven't seen The Train to Busan. It's on my list. Yeah, you've got to watch it. I got, I don't know, this week I'm going to do it. I just, I've got do to do it. Do it, man. Just, just do, do it. Because this one's going to be coming out pretty, well, hopefully this will be coming out pretty soon as well. So um, it'll be a nice little way, like, you know, you watch Train to Busan and then yeah, you kind of, yeah. See, well, see what happens next this one's going to come out I think later in the year I don't think they're going to oh, release right, it okay. yeah, I think it's, meant to be, it's meant to come out I think in October anyway I think so let's see if that actually happens you know yeah but this yeah. one it, I, this one it, it takes place for, I think it's four or five years after uh, yeah. the events of Train to Busan so check out yeah. the trailer and you're going to see a lot it's dark it's eerie yeah. Yeah. and it's like you know, it's set on a peninsula. So the the city of Busan has been decimated, and then there's this last this this one area where there are survivors, which is kind of like you know its own little peninsula, so away from the city of Busan. And um, none of the characters, I don't think none of the characters from Train to Busan are in this one. There's going to be new characters, but because Train to Busan did so well. Mm. obviously in south america in south korea yeah you know it was probably inevitable and obviously people love zombie movies so um i think it. it was it was you who said like you're guaranteed like an inbuilt audience Funding. whenever yeah. there's yeah <laughs> like zombies yeah. <laughs> definitely so um yeah it should be decent i can't wait for that one yeah so this it's is going to be good all right well. okay Yep. Go check them out, folks. Go check out those trailers. And uh, obviously, if there's any other trailers that you think are really worth watching, let us know and we can do a shout out on uh, on our Instagram page. Okay, it's time for Anniversary Corner, folks. So remember, this is where we go back. This is where we go in our kind of like a time machine and we look back at all the movies from 30 years ago all the way to 10 years ago. And the first movie that we're going to be speaking about involves time travel. So... This is a hot tub time machine from 10 years ago, from 2010. And the premise, listen, let me just say that again. This is hot tub time machine. The premise is absolutely mad. And I've seen this movie and it's just, I, anything related to time travel, I just watch it. And it's crazy. It's goofy. It's silly. It's got uh, John Cusack in it. It's got, yep. uh, oh, what's the guy from The Office? This is, the, who's the guy from The Rob, Office again? Rob, Rob Corddry, Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson, who's absolutely yeah. hilarious in this. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, that's it. Craig Robinson. Bucky's in this uh, as well. Who else is Sebastian in this, Deval? Bucky. Bucky's in this. Oh my Chevy Chase in it. They're all in it. They're all in it. But yeah, so what was the... So basically it was a group of guys that wanted to like have a little, I guess, holiday resort in a ski place. Yeah. A ski resort. And There, uh, there is some ski resort and they yeah. find that the hot tub that's in one of their rooms is a time machine and they go back to, 
uh, I can't remember what it was. I think they go back to the 90s or, or something or mid, mid 80s or something like that. 1986. And they start messing around with time and like John Cusack starts like, you know, doing shit. And um, I think one of them goes back to, to you know, uh, to become the... Uh, the inventor of Google or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, there's there's, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah, some sort yeah, of craziness yeah. going on in there. Yeah. And then there was a sequel to this as well, by the way. Yeah. So yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's funny. You definitely got to go check it out. Crispin Glover, yeah. Chevy Chase. Yeah, you're right about that. No, but it's like no one, no one questions why a time, why a tub, a hot tub <laughs> can, you know, break the space time continuum and, you know, oh do all of that. God. No one questions it. It's just, it just is what it is, you know? Oh my gosh, man. It, it is. Works. Go, it works. It is. Go check it out. It's super funny. I mean, and obviously if you like that goofy, silly, no nonsense, like, you know, you, you obviously you're not even going to question the whole science behind the whole time machine thing. You just watch it yeah. for, for the hell of it. Uh, you know, and it's, and it's called Hot Tub Time Machine. So uh, go check it out. Yeah. So from 15 years ago, this is The Island. Now I remember this. This was um, Hugh McGregor. Yes, that's right. Yes, 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 yes. And there's a clone. This is where they're clones of people, right? Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah. And they kind of harvest their body parts and organs for rich people. And then he starts and then the clone becomes conscious of what's going on. And then he's, it's, there's a, a race, you know, a, you know, race for time to to basically save his himself or something, if I can yeah, remember correctly. Yeah. Directed by Michael Bay, uh, Scarlett Johansson, Ewan McGregor, Jumon Honsu. Yeah. Sean Bean, Steve Buscemi, Michael Clark Duncan, the late. And the yeah, late, it's kind of, yeah, this is like, it's a futuristic place where I think mm. uh, where there's there's been some sort of, uh, like something's happened to the world where this island is like the haven because other parts of the world are in, infected or just unlivable. So this is where everyone wants to go to. You know, so this could be a glimpse into the future, people. Mm. You know, if we don't take care, if we don't eradicate this corona, <sighs> there could be certain parts of the world where, you know, life is more appealing compared to other parts, you know. Totally. So, mm-hmm. and, so. and, and, and let's face it, folks, who's going to get entry to that place? It's, it's going to be the rich people. Like, exactly. you know, it's going to be the people with the, with, with the dollars. So, um, yeah, exactly. shit, yeah, it just kind of reminds me, there's so many of these movies that play on that. It, it reminds me of Elysium. Do you remember the, um, the oh, movie yes. Elysium? Yes, yeah, where yeah, only yeah. the rich people get access yeah. to, to the best yeah. medical care. Mm. And it kind of reminds me of the film that you saw last week. I watched it this week as well. Uh, the platform. That is oh. a wicked film. You know that? Mad. That is a Mad. wicked film. That film is such a commentary on, on society, on, on exactly. hierarchy, on class. Do you know what, Everything, guys? If you man. haven't seen The Platform on Netflix, you've got to watch The Platform. It's really good. So really many good. levels, like literally so many levels. Unintended. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, definitely. Uh, right, okay, so that was The Island from 15 years ago. Yeah, like futuristic take on, on what life could be like um, for people. Now, okay, now let's take a, a bit of a, a road trip down memory lane. Let's go 20 years, so the year 2000, to a movie called A Road Trip. And um, again, oddball, goofy comedy about this guy who has sex with someone and the video... Um, it, it, the, 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 he's he's obviously seeing someone else. 
It was filmed, mm-hmm. I think. It is, it, there's a video involved in it. And he's got to take this road trip, this mad, mad, mad road trip, so that his current girlfriend doesn't get to see this video. And oh yeah. my gosh, man, it's just like, what a journey. It's just like so many funny bits in there, if, you know, if I'm remembering correctly, about the skinny, the skinny guy. I remember them. There's a scene where he gets off with. There's a really geeky, nerdy, skinny guy, and he gets off with um, a really large African American girl. And okay. there's a bit in there where uh, he keeps her underwear, and it's just so yeah. funny, man. <laughs> I know the skinny guy you're talking about. I know you're talking about. He's, been in He's a nerd, man. Comedies, yeah. He's got Sean yeah. William Scott uh, yeah. and uh, Brecken Meyer in it. Uh, do you know who directed this film? Who? The Joker directed director Todd Phillips. Oh, you're kidding me. So yep. from Road Trip to The Joker, geez. So hangover, then The Joker. Yeah, so he directed this. And this is something that all of us want to do right now, but we can't. We can't get <laughs> in our cars and go for a road trip. Oh, my you know, gosh, man. about escapism, as yeah. you'll, as you'll uh, realise, a bit of a theme here. We all want to escape, go on a road trip and go out and, you know, just get into the car and feel the air on our our hair or our beards, if you've got no hair. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this is what we want to do, but we can't. We just have to stay home and flatten exactly. the curve. I know. Uh, and just looking at this, just on the wiki page, the budget was 16 mil, $16 million, and the yep. box office was just under $120 million. Wow. It's mad, mad, yeah. mad, 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 mad. So, um, of, yeah, so Todd Phillips. Phillips' films must have cost a little to make and then grossed quite a lot. He must have a good record, you know. This guy, man, um, mm. what was it? What was it for Joker? Was it 60 mil and it did close to a billion? Million. Yeah, exactly. 50. Yeah, that's a massive return. Massive. And I'm sure Hangover was just as good. Just as good as well. Yeah, I mean, well, it spawned like there's, there's two sequels to that one. So um, yep. yeah, man. So go check it out, Road Trip. Uh, we'd love to, you know, do one right now. Um, you know what, Devado, just speaking of road trips, you know what, I was, honestly, what I would really love to do, I would love to road trip London to Scotland, like to, to all the oh, way yeah. up. That, all that the would be way amazing. <laughs> Let, let's do it. Let, let's look, me and you, we, you know, you know what we do? As soon yeah. as this coronavirus is done and I'm back in England again, we do a road trip and we stop off to all these different places and oh. we watch movies and, um, you know, we it's soak been, up the culture yeah. of, of England and whatever, all the different people and uh, see the freaky people that we meet on the way. I reckon it would be good, man. Little Ooh, little we can, blog we can, we can do about that. Video as well and all that. You know, exactly. Uh, all right okay so folks if you want to fund that they will start a kickstarter page somewhere and you can let us know all right okay um now let's 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 ramp up the heat a bit more let's let's make it a bit more sexy so we've added the comedy we've added the science fiction you know the time travel now let's speak about showgirls the movie that everyone hated from 25 years ago but funny enough i liked it so going against the grain i mean showgirls yeah man it was i think it was directed by um paul Paul verhoeven Verhoeven, yes of robocop yeah uh, hollow man man. uh, starship recall total recall yeah like i never would have thought that never i know i know but showgirls and it stars who's the one from um Saved by the Bell again. What was her name? Elizabeth Berkeley, otherwise known as Jessica Spano. Is that her name? Oh my 
gosh. And it's so funny because when I used to watch, obviously I used to watch uh, Saved by the Bell and, you know, this goody two shoes type of a character. And then when I saw it in Showgirls, I'm like, oh my gosh, man. I was just like, this is wicked. Give me Showgirls part two. Um, Quite hot actually. I was surprised. I know. I know. (laughs) I know. Yeah. So what? So Elizabeth Berkeley, Gina Gershon, Kyle McLaughlin. It's about someone's dream. It's about dreams, basically. Her dream to go to, La- I think it's Las Vegas, to be become a showgirl and the shit that she kind of gets up to on her way to that dream, the people that she meets and the, obviously, the, obviously, you know, there's all these ups and downs of all of that. It's erotic. Yeah. Is, um, there's, yeah, I think, that, swim, swim, that sex swim. scene. <laughs> In the pool. Oh gosh, man. Yeah, I had to rewind that a couple of times. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and you know what the funny thing is though at the time it was derided people were like this is horrible and I'm, but I'm telling you right now as of 2020 people are going back to this movie and they're actually thinking actually it's not you know yeah it's, 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 it's campy in some places it's silly in some places but it's actually okay so from being a movie that they hated to now being oh actually yeah let's watch this let's get together and watch this movie type of a thing like that so yeah. I guess that's what happens to films and you know she's going to be returning for the new Saved by the Bell. Yeah, man. Yep, she's going to be returning for that. So going to be interesting. So yeah, if you're looking to kind of, you know, get your freak on a little bit in isolation, <laughs> exactly. watch Showgirls. Yeah, as we all are. Um, oh my gosh, it's so true. Showgirls, yeah. So go check that out 25 years ago. And obviously the ultimate movie that you're going to, you should be watching when you're all alone at home is from 1990, is called Home Alone. I mean, which other movie is like sums up your whole experience of being home alone? Um, so this movie from 1990, uh, Macaulay Culkin, you know, t- raked in millions and millions at the box office and we've all seen it. We all remember it. There was like Home Alone Part 2, Home Alone Part 3. Kevin, yeah. he gets left. Or And you know what? Even now, looking back, you're thinking, how the hell does a kid get left home? That's crazy. Like, all alone? It's, it's crazy, isn't now. it? That's, I don't care how many kids you got. I mean, you don't leave, you don't leave them behind. Even the military, the American military yeah. says, leave no one behind. <laughs> leave no. no one, yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, but this movie, Devaldo, I mean, what, you, what, what can you say about this movie that people don't really mod- know about? It's a, it's a modern great or just a great? Uh, you know, I think just it's a modern, of, yeah, it's a yeah, kind of modern of day classic. That you just have to watch. And like you said, we're all in isolation now, we're all home some of us are home alone, you know, and some of yeah. us are elderly or whatever it might be, might not have a lot of family around us. Even if sometimes you're, you know, you're showing symptoms of, of coronavirus, you can't be around anyone. So you have no choice but to be alone. Just think yeah. of Kevin and just hope that you don't, you don't have uh, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern trying to break into your house. And if you do, yeah, set some good traps, you know, oh some good gosh. traps, mm-hmm. some oil on the doorstep, Things like that, you know, so when they think they've gotten in, they can just slip over and fall over, you know, set a good trap, I would say. So, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like going through this whole thing, just for kind of remembering the whole thing. But yeah, man, like this, this classic little scenes in there, like, you know, him using like an old black and white movie to, to scare off Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern's character. Like, you know, that thing, you know, you're filthy animals. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, there's all that. So yeah, man, like go check it out, Home Alone. If you haven't seen it or, you know what, watch it with your kids. If you're at home with your kids or your niece and nephew or whatever, yeah. I th- I'm sure it'll be a movie for them to kind of watch as well. So yeah, that's oh the go, that's a decent movie. Uh, all sure, right. yeah, he's a, his stuntman was a very short 30 year old man. Oh my gosh. Because they had to fall over and stuff and jump around. So <laughs> that's Jeez. who they use. They, in, in movies, I'm, I'm telling you, all the tricks work, you know, all the tricks. What's happened to him now though, Macaulay Culkin? Uh, I saw him recently in something. Uh, I don't know what it was. I know his brother also acts as well. Uh, yeah, he turned up in um, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, Scott, yeah. Pilbrigham. Scott yeah. Pilgrim. Yeah, but I know Macaulay Culkin, he has made kind of like a, a bit of a comeback, isn't it? And uh, I think he had some issues a while ago and stuff, but I think he has yeah. been like recently doing some like TV, like American Horror Story, I believe is in that. Right, okay. Uh, and uh, other shows, you know, that are sort of here and there, like, you know, sort of, I guess, guest appearances and stuff like that. So yeah, he's still around. He's still around. Right. I wonder if he's home alone right now. Imagine that. Um, <laughs> I know if he, um, I know he, he turned up on Saturday Night Live. He hosted that kind of not too long ago. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, so he's getting back in it. So, all right, folks, go check it out. If you haven't already seen that movie, that's your Lot Fat Anniversary Corner. Go check them all out yep. at, if you can. So let's speak about uh, film reviews now. Okay, now, you know, Devaldo, um, here's kind of like, you know, a little bit of a, you know, a little warning thing at the moment. Yeah. I- I'm going through this thing about watching films not in the English language. I keep going on about this and I'm just watching these movies and, you know, last week it was, uh, you know, a profit. The week before that it was the platform and this week I've got another film not in the English language. This is called Ooh, The yes. Occupant. So, so on the heels of of the platform, I thought, you know what, what, what could be better than just watching another Spanish movie? This movie is set in Barcelona. It's a modern day movie and it's about a guy called Javier who has uh, recently lost his job. He's a mark- marketing executive, so really like a high flyer. I mean, when you see this guy's house, you're thinking this guy was the dog's bollocks. Yeah. So the film <laughs> opens up, uh, the film opens up with him, you know, looking outside, you know, across the city of Barcelona, which looks beautiful in this amazing, beautiful flat. The blinds are automatically sliding upwards and you're thinking, wow, this guy has kind of lived a good life. He's at a, a, a job interview and... Uh, um, he's, you know, he's an, he's an older guy. And um, so he's at, he's at a, a, an interview and they're like, they're asking him questions about kind of his experience and he seems bored and they seem to think, okay, this guy's not going to be a fit for the company. And he goes on other job interviews. So his whole kind of the first like 10 or 15 minutes, we, we learn about his little struggle. This guy is trying to get uh, back into the game. He's trying to get back on it and he needs a job. He needs a job really, really quick. So amidst all of this, he's he's had to sell his house, this this amazing, beautiful flat that he lived with his beautiful wife and his son. He's had to get rid of it. And they've got to move into kind of like a smaller apartment. Javier absolutely hates it. You know, he doesn't know what to do. So one night after some, you know, some inner turmoil, some issues that he's having at home, he, you know what he decides to do? He takes a drive to his old, you know, to where he used to live. And he thinks right let me see what what's going on over there let me see the family who's moved into the house and so that's one night another night he decides to go back to the house but this time 
he decides to go into the house and, um, you know, there's a spare key that was left on top of a door. You know, he gets back into his old house and he starts snooping around. So just imagine that you go back to your old house because you just basically can't let go of that, you know, that that lifestyle, that life that you had. And, and one thing leads to another. He starts infiltrating the current family that are living in his old house and things start taking, you know, things start going bad. Like, I mean, there's kind of this tragedy, there's animal tragedy, there's, um, there's kind of, um, a, you know, the movie, um, do you remember this movie called The Hand That Rocks the Cradle? Oh, yes, yes. I think it reminded me of that as well a little bit. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so yeah. he basically starts messing up. He starts messing yeah. up this guy's, you know, this new person's like, you know, life and, you know, this new person who's living there, he's like a rich person. He's like a, a you know, he's a recovering alcoholic. And you can imagine Javier wants to get that old life back and he starts neglecting his his family and he starts lying to his wife and he starts kind of obsessing about this new guy and about, um, you know, just wanting to, to get back in there and, you know, the movie takes, you know, little twists and turns. And you know what? I've got to say, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, you know, I thought it was good. I'm not going to turn around and say, oh, it's an instant classic. you got to go out there and you must watch this because there are other movies out on Netflix, which are, you know, uh, you know, obviously worth watching prior to this one. But all I would say is, yeah, give it a go. It's, um, you know, it, it's got it's not the twist that you probably are expecting at the end of the movie. You know, this guy is a complete utter asshole he's a sociopath he has no empathy you know he he makes the worst decisions that you could think of he's not looking after his family he it's all about himself it's all about the ego and it's all about clawing you know back and getting back to that life that he originally had at all expenses so shit goes down in this movie which yeah man it's it's, it's pretty terrible the stuff that he does but i found it interesting i thought the acting was good you know, the, the pacing of the movie is really interesting. You might kind of see some things kind of happening and you might predict what something's happening. But on the whole, I thought it was actually really decent. I'd give it a yeah. good seven out of ten. Me uh, too. Me too. Yeah. I liked it. I really liked yeah. it. Like you say, an hour and a half, Devaldo, is that right? Hour and a half? It's about an hour and a half or just over, I think, but it's not too yeah. long. It's, it's just enough. The characters like What did you make of it? Yeah. I know I liked it. I, I I thought I thought you know I saw you were going to talk about. It. I thought okay, let me let me watch this film, and uh, I, I I just think it was good. It's like it's something that a lot of people might think of, but will never actually carry out. When people, <laughs> yeah. especially people, and again it goes to like the platform that we watched. You know, in society, people that have what they have, uh, especially the elites, they don't want to let go of it, and they'll yeah. do anything to keep hold of it. You know, no matter who they have to step on, and this film kind of shows that. You know, people will step on anyone to make sure they're yeah. above. They will lie, they will cheat, they will steal, they will do even worse things. And, you know, if you're clever enough, you can get away with it, you know, or you can get caught. It just depends. So yeah. I can watch this film, guys. Uh, it's in Spanish. You can watch it in English audio. Yeah. But I watched it in Spanish and, and just read the subtitles, which was nice. fine to me. And, uh, yeah, the guy... He looks like your average guy, like literally your average guy. And he does like abnormal things. <laughs> yeah, really so, abnormal. Yeah, it's just mad. Like every part of his life, he just wants to change. Like without going for any spoilers, he wants to change every part of his life. There's one part where he just stands there, looks around and thinks, nah, 
Nah, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not happening. I'm, I'm, this, this, this has got to change. He looks at his son and thinks, nah. Yeah, son, exactly. Nah. <laughs> and, and you know, one of the things, one of the things that I got from this, the message was, um, there's, there's, there's one image, and this isn't giving anything away. There's an image of him in his, in his new place, like you know, the smaller mm. flat that he's living in, and there's a leaking tap, mm. right? And he looks at the leaking tap, and he's like he's basically saying to himself like, like where the hell am I? I was up there mm. and now I'm down mm. here. And then at the end of the movie, the director ends on another yep. leaking tap. And yep. you know what? It's, it's, it's that question that some of these people, they're yep. never satisfied. And the leaking tap uh, is in the new place, which is perfect. But again, yeah. like you say, some things won't, won't change. Whatever, whatever situation you find yourself in, you can still yeah. have problems. Don't think the grass exactly. is greener. You know? Absolutely true. Yeah, grass is greener and all that shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, go watch his movie. You're yeah, definitely yeah, going yeah. to be surprised. That's called the occupant. And for our Spanish listeners out there, in in español se llama hogar. Ah, sí, señor, señor, hogar, <laughs> hogar, sí. Hogar. Um, all right, so Devaldo. So yeah, so that's the occupant. Go check it out. It's on Netflix and it's yeah. it's there worldwide. So you could just yes. basically flick it on right now and it'll be there. Um, yeah. Now, Devaldo, next movie. So let's yeah. go back a bit. Let's go back to back 2016. Yeah, and I'll do a quick review of this one because this one I put on yeah. the list because it kind of, you know, some of these films we're putting on here because it kind of reflects the times. Yeah. And uh, we, we saw Cloverfield in 2008, uh, directed yep. by Matt Reeves. New York gets invaded by these massive creatures. But the sequel, 2016, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. For me, in many ways, it's actually a better film. In it some, is. Some, some ways. This is a movie about a woman, uh, her name's uh, uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. That's it. Also yeah. stars John Goodman as well. Uh, but yeah, so Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, She's going through some relationship issues and you, it, it's really filmed quite well. At the start of the film, no no uh, dialogue. You know, they actually illustrate this relationship breakup just yeah. via visuals. You don't even hear anything, but you understand she's just gone through a breakup. She wants to get away. She's driving and all of a sudden, you know, her car gets hit and she wakes up in captivity in this person's bunker. And this yeah. person is John Goodman. Now, he's been uh, preparing for the end of the world for years. He had a family, something went wrong, and he's, uh, you know, he now lives by himself, but now he's taken Mary Elizabeth Weinstead captive, and he's saying, she wakes up and he's saying to her, you can't go out, you can't leave, she wants to leave, and he's saying, nope, there's been some sort of incident, the air is toxic, you can't go out there, all these conspiracy theories... And what are we experiencing right now, guys? You tell me, while you're captive in your house, okay, put your hands up right now if you've heard the conspiracy theory about 5G. Uh, No, what? You didn't hear that one? About 5G, the reason for coronavirus. What, what, related to 5G? Yeah. Shit, no, no, speak, speak. (laughs) Yeah, some people are saying how all the 5G masts have been some sort of some in some way linked to coronavirus symptoms because uh, they're saying Fuck. that in 2000 and I think it was 13 when 4G masks came out uh, yeah. ours was came out oh, so they're linked to all these technologies that are radiating these you know frequencies that are interfering with the human sort of body and you know people are getting sick so in some countries people are tearing down 5G masks 
Uh-uh. And uh, yeah, there's all these conspiracies. There's other conspiracies about how the government have made it and all these conspiracies. Yeah. But if you're in a, if you're in that kind of mentality, you've got a bunker and you're hearing all this shit, you're not going to go out for anyone. And right yeah. now, all of us are scared to go out, even walk past someone. Now, if I walk down the street, people walk around me. I know. Yeah, I've seen I know, all kinds man. of shit people have done to avoid coming past me. And I'm telling you, like, fear is the best form of control. Yeah. So in 10 Cloverfield Lane, John Candy's character is scared. And yeah, man. And John he's Goodman, creepy sorry. as hell. Yeah, he's creepy. He is creepy. But uh, it's, it's a really good film because, not, they, I mean, in Cloverfield, special effects galore. It was all yeah, New man. York. It was all terror, devastation. This is all in one place, which is where we all are now. We're all at home. This yeah. film concentrates on the the psychological terror of the whole situation. You know, which do you is think a bit more deadly? Yeah, and Deval, don't you reckon there are people in the world who are exactly like this? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, there are people like this. And in some ways, uh, you know, if the shit hits the fan, we're all going to be running to them to protect us. <laughs> I know, because <laughs> they've got the bunkers. The yeah, exactly. So, they got it. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Nothing to say, yeah. So the film obviously progresses and bit by bit, they learn to trust each other. And sometimes she tries to run away. And there are things that happen that scares her into thinking, okay, this is my best situation. Yeah. Uh, the whole time we don't see any aliens. We don't see, because we already know what happened in Cloverfield. So we yeah. know that there's been some, something's happened. She doesn't know that. And then John yeah. John Goodman looks crazy. So there's confusion for her, but obviously we yeah. know something's out there. So uh, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I want to totally spoil it, but yeah, so you can imagine she, you know, she finally gets out of the, of the bunker. Uh, she somehow she gets out and then she realizes that he was right. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, he was I know, right that's the things. But wrong about other things. The air is not toxic, though. I think there was a moment in which the air was because of what the aliens were doing. So he's kind yeah. of right. There was some sort of gas being sprayed to make the sure. air toxic. But uh, yeah, there's definitely an, an alien or monster invasion, and shit has hit the fan. Then she realizes it, and she she kind of chuckles to herself, like to say, "Shit, he was right. He was but right." Yeah. Then she leaves one craziness and she enters another and oh, then now she has to deal with the world as it is and that's another interesting part as well she's a real she's a real fighter she is uh but it's a, you know what it's a really really good film in the whole film there's only three yeah. people or four people sorry in the whole film four people how many times can you say that about a movie exactly and you know what i loved about it was you know like um cloverfield was this bombastic like jarring you know it's just kind of like this special effects type of a thing and this is so subdued and it's just Mm. real you know the the fear is real the panic is real and all that sort of stuff so um the question is this devaldo um, and maybe a lot of people are listening to what we're saying and they're probably thinking, well, okay, shit, what happens next? What happens next? Well, on Netflix, is, is, do you know if this is still on Netflix? Do you, is the Cloverfield no. Paradox still on Netflix? No, it's the not. Paradox is, the Paradox is, but yeah, that one is. So where does this all fit in? Like these these three movies? Yeah, like, so how does it all work together? I'm not sure the timeline's a bit weird because when we watched Paradox, it kind of gave us the impression that you know, it was happening. It was happening simultaneously, or maybe paradox had happened first. You wasn't really too sure because, yeah, paradox didn't. It gave us some answers. It told us that there's another dimension in which these creatures come across, but right. 
wasn't really too sure if maybe Paradox happened first, which then, you know, created Cloverfield, which then created 10 Cloverfield Lane. So right. not really too sure on the timeline, but either way, they're all connected for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So look, listen, this is from the makers of, uh, this is JJ, this is JJ Abrahams. And obviously he's behind Star Wars and he's behind things like, um, Lost and I mean he's done loads of things but one thing that I was uh, just looking up right now this this uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane was written by Damien um, Chazelle yeah and this guy directed um, First Man La La Land oh First La La Man. Land yeah yeah both yeah <laughs> yeah and um, yeah. Whiplash and those are great movies definitely definitely yeah uh, so that's a yeah. really great shout actually um and um yeah go check it out i mean where where can people so is it will this be on a streaming service not right now it's not on amazon it's not on netflix it may be on another uh but yeah go go and find it somehow it's really cheap if you want to rent it just for rent about three, it it's only a couple of pounds yeah uh, but yeah it's, it's, a, it's a it's a well worth movie to watch in a time of isolation you'll actually relate to it yeah so that's a good good shout. Shall we move on to Hidden Gems, Devel? Okay, okay, okay. Hidden Gem, okay. Yeah, so uh, like I mentioned at the start of the show, uh, this Hidden Gem uh, comes out to us from our listener, uh, Kiki D. Have I said that right? 19 Kiki D. <laughs> so yeah, so she uh, she recommended for me to watch uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. And I watched it. It's actually a really touching film. A really nice. good film. It stars uh, Shia LaBeouf and uh, Dakota Johnson, who was in... Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, and uh, who else does it star? Also, also stars the man that was in Spider Man Three, a Sandman. Oh, him! Yes, I know who you're talking about. The, the kind of a like a prison escapee, and he, like you know, basically a Sandman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But also, that was a really good performance from uh, Zach. Uh, I can't say his surname, but Zach Gotsigan. Gotsigan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's basically. The movie is about a young man, Zach, who uh, has Down syndrome and he's in a care home. Uh, he's in a care home. Uh, he doesn't really belong there because he's not elderly, uh, but basically he has no family. And uh, the, the authorities put him in this care home just obviously because he needs some kind of care. Sure. Uh, Dakota Johnson is his carer and tries to do the best, you know, look after him and stuff like that. But uh, Zach has a really, you know, passionate uh, personality he wants to break away from the care home and go and live his life and and do things you know he basically also wants to be a wrestler being a wrestler yeah. is a dream come true like i said there's a link to the previous film that yeah. we mentioned in the trailers so, so he wants to be a wrestler uh, he enjoys wrestling he watches wrestling on tv and he thinks he's a wrestler so you know he is loving it uh so basically he hatches a plan with one of the uh uh, care home residents to escape. Oh, also John Berthel, isn't it? Oh, Berthel, is it? Punisher. Yeah, Punisher. Yeah, he's in it as well. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so Zach uh, hatches a plan to escape and run away and be a wrestler. Wow. And he escapes somehow. <laughs> and he, he he comes across Shia LaBeouf's character, who is a bit of a loner, uh, hasn't really got a home. He loses his job, goes around on these boats. This is, this, the film is based in and around florida i believe okay so lots of like boats and you know rivers and all that kind of stuff and uh yeah they kind of they, they they meet up and become unlikely friends 
starts sailing around and, you know, Shia LaBeouf kind of looks after him and they kind of create a bond. They kind of live their life. And it's nothing that Zach has ever done before. He's always been, you know, cared for and been yeah. in these homes and centers and so on. But now he's actually out in the wilderness and having the, the best time of his life. So meanwhile, Dakota Johnson is looking for him and uh, she finally, you know, finds him. And yeah, and they kind of help him to, you know, to realize his dream of, of being a wrestler. Uh, and I'm not going to go into any more sort of detail about, you know, some of the other stuff that happens, but there is, there is some kind of like, you know, there is a bit of a craziness that follows them. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not all roses and daffodils. There is a bit of a, you know, character building there that they have to overcome uh, a bit of reality as well that they need to face. But the whole story is about, you know, people that are confined uh, and right now we're all confined in some kind yeah. of way, but Zach is confined on a, a social and a health level, you know, because he has Down syndrome, people say he right. can't do this, he can't do that, you know, but in his mind, he can do it. You know, he'll do it until he can't, until he physically wow. can't do it. So if he wants to be a wrestler, he's going to go and try and be a wrestler. And that's all that, that he cares about. That for, that for yeah. him is life, not being yeah. in the care home. So yeah, it's actually quite a touching film, quite a, a, a decent film. It's an hour and a half it's the sort of film you want to watch on a Sunday morning by yourself uh, or with someone that you care about. Snuggle up and enjoy the film. So uh, 19 Kikidi, thank you for the recommendation. I think it's quite a decent film. Uh, if you've got any more hidden gems, please let us know. Uh, know but yeah, um, this film, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I, I've actually heard now because I just typed it in when you were speaking about it and I kind yeah. of, I, I remember reading about it. And one of the things that, all the reviews kind of speak about is uh, Shia LaBeouf's uh, performance, and and obviously the guy, the mm. the 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 cat actor who's got Down yeah. syndrome. Yeah. Uh, they say that they're absolutely amazing, and uh, it was kind of like a departure for um for for Shia LaBeouf. And I know that he was going through some some personal issues as well, and obviously yeah. he's, he's been arrested a couple of times. And I've seen some of the shit that he was doing, and I've kind of always I'm interested in when you hear about people like actors when they go through some sort of mental breakdown and then they come out and they know yeah, yeah. you know they, they come up with these performances and I, and I got a feeling that this film is kind of like that performance that he's got so yeah I'm intrigued I want to watch this movie I've heard a lot about yeah. it so yeah I'm going to try and hunt this one down the actual director uh, met the the lead actor Zach at a camp for children and uh, sort of disabled and non-disabled children and the actor said to him you know he would love to be a movie star one day and I think they wow. connected so well that the director actually, you know, wrote the script around the actor, around wow, the boy man. or young man, I should say. And uh, yeah, so basically, yeah, so he got him on board that way and that was it. And the rest is, as they say, history. Wow. But uh, yeah, really good performances all around. Really good performances. Also, uh, <laughs> Mick Foley from WWE, he shows oh up in it. Oh my God, Mick Foley. Yeah, Mankind, yep. Oh, also, geez. a long time old school wrestler shows up in the film, Jake the Snake oh, Roberts. Shit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yes, it's, it's a decent film. Nice film. If you can watch it, guys, give it a shout. Yeah, man. That's a great shout out, that one. Um, yeah, so thanks for that, um, for bringing that one to us. Uh, 19 Kikidi. 19 Kikidi. Yeah. So, again, yeah. like echoing what Deval said, if there are any other hidden gems, 
that you think we should be watching, please hit us up and let us know. We really, really, really appreciate it. Okay, folks, I think that's about all we've got time for on this week's yep. episode, but please keep it locked to the Flicksters. Remember, we're bringing, an, bringing you an episode every week and we're going to be talking about more movies, more anniversary corner films and more movie news. So, uh, you know what? It's, it's goodbye from me. Yep. Peace out, guys. Stay home and flatten the curve. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast.